Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. We are your special answering service when it comes to SEO. Who are we? We are Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Gymshark and Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at Like My Media. And we are geeks when it comes to SEO. We love debating it, talking, finding topics. It's just, it's an interesting industry and we thought we'd bring a podcast to you that helps you answer your desired questions desired questions is that right hannah i don't know but it's it's good well i did you notice that i uh, switched a foot then yeah yeah because i get bored of saying the same thing (laughs) so yeah i mean if it doesn't sound as good i'll go back to the usual one but hey ho i just tried something a bit different it's good well also when you were saying it i was thinking it's kind of like people who prefer to consume magazines or news articles to keep up with SEO. Yes. That's what we're doing here. Exactly. And also talking about different, you may th- you may think that we sound a little bit more energetic. Maybe. Because we're trying standing up. Yep. I and mean, actually, mind blown. Sarah's moving loads, <laughs> pointing at things, and she's only been doing it for about 30 seconds. <laughs> Just think of the steps that you could get in. Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. You did say earlier, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I need to get my steps in today. Do some steps on the step, step, steps, steps on the spot. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Okay. But yes, so yes. Anyway, how are we, Hannah? I'm all right. You're looking very snuggly in your chunky knit Thank turtleneck. You. Do you know what? I absolutely love this. So I bought it in green. Yes. It was in the sale. And yeah, I bought it, absolutely loved it, wore it. I thought there's one in red. I didn't buy the one in red at the time because I didn't know if I was going to love it as much as I do. So I went to go and buy the one in red and I messaged my mum and said, I'm buying this. Would you like one? Because I just thought she's going to love this. And she was like, oh no, I'm all right. Thanks. And then it came and I was like, oh, I really should probably just give it to mum for Christmas. So I said to her, try this on. Do you want this one? And I gave her both to try. And she tried the green one and she's like, I love this so much. And then now she's got the green one for Christmas. Aww. And I love that so much. <laughs> Such a good jumper. She doesn't listen to this podcast, does she? Because <laughs> no. you've just uh, given her present away, haven't you? Uh, oh, no, she knows. No, she knows oh. she's getting it for Christmas. Cause oh, she's, okay. she's like, oh, just give me. Like, that can be my Christmas present. It's not. I've got loads of other stuff as well, obviously. But it's going to a good home. I can borrow it. It's fine. The red one looks nice. You said it looks good. I'm happy. I'm warm. I uh, tell you what, I I got a bit frustrated with my parents this Christmas. (laughs) So they always go on at me and Kirst and they're always like, give us present ideas. We need present ideas. Tell me what you want for Christmas. So we tell them. We ask the same. I mean, it's like a tumbleweed. They don't give us anything. Really? What's the point of asking? Well, what? Asking us? Yeah. Well, because they want to know what they what they want. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you meant they just ignore you. No, no, now. no. You so ask they, them what they want and they don't tell you. Yeah, so yeah. they pester us like you've not told us, you've not told us, yeah. send us that link that you want. Yeah. And then when we ask for it back, they're like, don't get us anything. Oh, that's so annoying. Family I together. I will... anything for Christmas. And then if you didn't buy them something, they'd be gutted. Family together is enough. Yeah. And then, or you buy them something they don't want, they're like, oh, really sorry, I'm going to have to take this back. And it's like, well, tell me what you want. Exactly. Yeah, right, rant you. over. Yeah, why not? Okay, so, <laughs> should we talk about SEO? Yeah, why not? Let's, okay. go, let's talk about that. So today, I don't know about you, Hannah, but there seems to be a shift in the SEO industry or a trend. Mm-hmm. I think a trend is a better word to describe it. But of people talking and focusing on intent. Yes. So when we're talking about intent, we mean like keywords, topics and content. And the, I don't know, I feel like you'll be better at explaining what we mean by intent. 
it's just the reason for searching for something so yeah it's not where people used to search for two words and expect to come up with like some decent results they know they can search with a lot more words now and they're still going to get but they're going to get more specific yeah more appropriate for their search yeah it's appropriate. I'm really struggling relevant. with That's the highly word. Relevant. Highly relevant. I'm really struggling with words. So what I thought would be interesting to just bring up is, so obviously Google is always changing or updating their algorithm and machine learning and like, so RankBrain, what would you say RankBrain is? Uh, RankBrain is synonyms. So, but like, like the that. top level, what would you call it? So it's not an algorithm change. It's a... Oh, do you know what I mean? Like an initiative. Yeah. So basically, there was talk in the SEO industry, along with intent, about BERT. Mm-hmm. And I bet people are like, what, what the hell? What are you talking about Who's BERT, Bert for? Who's BERT? <laughs> so BERT stands for, this is where I need to get my teeth in, bidirectional encoder representations from transformers. Now, that might sound complete gobbledygook, but... Basically, um, so the technical way to explain what that is, is a neural network based technique for natural language processing pre-training. Again, bit technical, but in (laughs) plain English, what BERT is, is it can be used to help Google better understand the context of words in search queries. So if Google uses BERT, it can better understand when someone searches for a term, what they actually mean. Yeah. So a good example would be, why do ice cream something? Do you know what I mean? So why do ice cream either taste good or why do ice cream at night? Right. So Google needs to take that whole sentence to understand the context. Yes. Are you talking about ice cream or are you talking about why you scream? So that's why. So it's taking in more longer tailed more detailed and also just trying to understand the context of exactly what you're talking about. So I think with Bert is they've just got a better way of understanding what people want. Yeah. Because obviously it is a machine at the end of the day and it can't also it can't always understand the context. Especially in the English language as well. We've got oh, lots yeah. of words for the same like bold and bold like someone's bold over there and bold writing sort yeah. of thing like so with Bert Google's got a better chance of better displaying results that match the intent of the user. I'm quite, I've just come up with that explanation and yep. I think that's pretty all right. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing a little dance. <laughs> Pat myself on the back there. <laughs> so moving on from Bert, let's look at some examples of where intent can be an issue. Yeah? yeah. So think of the difference between someone looking for good dog walks or a good dog walker. So Dog walking will bring up results in search engines for dog walkers, yeah? Yeah. That's pretty straightforward. Whilst dog walk would bring up in search engines good places to walk your dog. Because, yeah, that's that's quite easy for Google to understand. Yeah, the intent's quite clear then. However, if someone was to search walk dog, they could mean either. So they could mean someone to walk their dog or they want to find places to walk their dog yeah yeah and the results would reflect that so you'll have some results that said dog walks near me and you'll have other results around dog walking and care so that goes to show it's actually working and google is showing you what it's what it best discerns your intent to be yeah so i suppose here being specific really helps yeah makes a lot of sense cool what i wanted to say (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> People are becoming more and more aware that if they search using more words, it narrows the search results to be more specific. So it's a bit like voice search naturally. Yeah. You wouldn't just go to your Alexa or your Google Home and just sort of say, I don't know, dog walk, would you? You'd say, where should I walk my dog today? Yes. Or something like that. So what used to happen is you type a long string of words into Google, like four, even four or five, didn't have to be that long. And it would just not come up with very good results at all. Well, actually, I don't know if you remember, but when you used to type, say, four or five in, it would try and just bring you up like an article or something. It would mm. just literally just try and match those words anywhere in the internet rather than showing you anything based on intent. So now, maybe like, I don't know, 15, 20 years later, you can type almost a whole paragraph in and Rank Brain will help match it for you. Mm. Yeah. And Bert now, obviously. Yeah. I'm guessing Bert is an add-on, would in you addition, say? Yeah. In addition. Yeah. Okay. So question is then I suppose if people are searching for more specific things yeah yeah do we just need to write content that is really specific see I want to say no I think we need to well you can say no (laughs) I think we need to do more than that I think we need to write really specific content but also give people more value than just that so like we've said before don't just answer the question give them the next question the answer to the next question that follows on from that yeah preempt what they want to know after finding out that like who say for example they've said is my dog sleeping enough so after finding out that dogs who are walked at midday sleep better do they then want to find out that they've also got a better digestive system what to eat Mm. like tell them not to eat carrots or like whatever or cheese is good rather than chocolate and I'm I'm making this up to prove my point but yeah we're not saying to feed your dog cheese here (laughs) (laughs) but it's like how long should a dog sleep every day that started it all off, but actually there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. So I think give them the answer, but give them a lot more. Don't just be super specific and give them a paragraph. Give them more than that. Because there might be loads of reasons why someone is searching that query. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Maybe you are feeding them too much, in which case mm. following it on with like, how much food does my type of dog need each day? Like a calculator for that or something like yeah. that. It's going to be exactly what they're looking for. And if not, they're probably going to be interested in that anyway. So put it in. I bet you've asked uh, our dog Millie how much sleep she should get. She'd be like all of it. <laughs> all of the sleep. She is such a lazy dog. Aww. So this morning, as I was like getting up ready, because we had a morning full of podcasting, mm-hmm. she was just like, no, not having it. Like She <laughs> was in weekend. bed and getting further and further down oh. inside like not ready oh, bless not her. ready for That's this so cute she, it's cute she melts my heart <laughs> <laughs> okay so also a good point here is looking at what people on your site are doing after they land on their first page because that's a good indication of your page setup is right in answering people's questions yeah yeah and I guess where they end up eventually yeah yeah exactly so when they've finished on a page where are they clicking on to next and is it is it taking them three or four clicks to get somewhere that they really need to go to and if there's a trend that lots of people are doing that then you know okay maybe we should include this link sooner or put it on the page in the footer or as like a call to action sort of thing especially if it's a conversion at that point yes exactly now a really awesome tool to help you with this is something called hotjar there's a free version of this and a paid version the free version is just limited of how many things it can record so basically hotjar you put it on your site and you can see what people are doing so you can see the pages that they click on they can see yeah you can see how how far people are scrolling down um so obviously if you've got the free version it will only record like a limited number of them 
Whereas if you've got the paid, I think it's unlimited. But basically, you can use Hotjar to see what people are doing. So you can see where people are clicking. You can see where people are scrolling. And it's a really cool tool. Love it. (laughs) Trust you to bring up a tool. (laughs) Following on from that point then, because I really like that point about how actually trying to get people to where they want to be faster and and more easily. What are you trying to do? So what is your intent on what you're actually placing in front of people? Are you, say, intending to show someone a product or service and then them add it direct to their basket? Or do you think they need to go a bit further down the funnel first? So sometimes it will be necessary. So someone looking for stripy socks, for example, mm-hmm. or even like running shoes. So what are the best running shoes for like a barefoot experience or something like that? You find them, they read about it in the product description because actually you've put a decent amount of information there, add to basket, buy, sorted. Sometimes though, what they'll want is an article about it first. They'll mm. want some stats and some really some solid backing up information. So a lot of people will be further up the sales funnel and just researching but then they might actually then want to go on and buy. So you need to cater for them too in your intent. So in relation to everything that someone's looking for, stick a call to action next to it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that they can then move on to the next stuff. So when they are ready to buy, you're the first place that they think of. Yeah, because you've been helpful. You've been there. Yeah, you've been there at every stage or at least a big part of their research. Cool. I mean, I think it's quite fitting here to bring up something that Ran Fishkin, daddy at Moscom. <laughs> Can you, that was a bit weird saying. Founder. He he founded it, didn't he? And he said, educate before you convert and find ways to filter for not the right customers. Brilliant. Yeah? Yeah. So it's a similar sort of thing, really, isn't it? It's kind of make sure that if they're not the right customer right now, that you're giving them the information that they need so that when they do become a customer, they'll come back. Yeah, exactly. Or they're more likely to anyway. So I think, Hannah, a sensible way to move on is to discuss what type of search intent. Yes, that's a really good point because intent can be narrowed down, can't it? Yes. Do you want to go ahead? Yes, if you you don't mind. So first things first, there is the intent of informational. Yes. Yep. So here, the searcher is looking for information for either a simple question. So I don't know, who is the prime minister of the UK? Or a more in-depth question that answers a more detailed answer so how does the voting system in the uk work cool i did google that by the way and i'm still none the wiser (laughs) (laughs) yes so so yeah so basically you've got your short answers and your longer answers yeah 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 important thing to remember with informational searches is that they're not always formulated as questions so for example someone might say manchester airport directions or simply Boris Johnson or Voting System UK. So if someone's typing in Voting System UK, they're probably wanting to know about it. Do you know what I mean? The basics rather than something, yeah. Yeah. So it won't always be a question how to, why sort of thing. Moving on, you then have transactional. And here the searcher is looking to make a purchase. So when they are searching, they are in the mindset of they're wanting to buy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Nine times out of 10, if they're in this stage, they already know what they want to buy and they're just looking for a place to buy it from. So examples of transactional searches are, so there'll be more branded terms, I imagine. So buy MacBook Pro, Doc Martin sale, screaming frog price sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as a side note, screaming frog is very worth the money. It's like £150 for the whole year or something, isn't it? Yeah. Good and deal. it's free for 100 URLs, isn't it? 
more than that, 500. 500. 500 URLs. Then you've got navigational. So here, the, the searcher is looking for a specific website. So they already know where they want to go, but they think it's quicker and easier to type it in Google rather than typing the entire URL into the address bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially with Chrome. <laughs> you just use Chrome for everything. So, or they might not be unsure of the exact URL because is it .com, .co.uk? Is it something different? So examples of navigational would be facebook hrs content explorer moz whiteboard friday twitter login so things like that cool and last on the list of examples is something called commercial investigation so here the searcher is in the market for a specific product or service but they're not yet at the point of making a decision on which solution type or brand is right for them yeah so a bit different to transactional where they sort of know yeah Yeah. so here because they're not quite at the stage of knowing they're looking for reviews and comparisons and they're still sort of weighing up their options which is better so examples of these are you're like my first example (laughs) best protein bar (laughs) and what is the best protein bar hannah Oh God, that's that's too hard a question. Okay. I mean, at the minute, I'm loving track bars. They're not got much protein in, but they're vegan and very tasty. They are very tasty. I mean, Hannah always gets me to try protein (laughs) bars and half the time I'm like, (laughs) but this was quite nice actually. So yeah. Screaming Frog Review, Content Cow versus Hootsuite. So they're both obviously social content scheduling tools. Mm -hmm. Why did I find that very hard to say? (laughs) I don't know. And I'm doing a weird robotic dance to <laughs> Hannah as well. So, yes, I think that covers all the different intents. Love it. So next point then that logically feeds on from that. How do you know who's looking for what? So a really good way of finding out who's looking for things to land on your website is in Search Console. If you go into performance and then if you go into queries, you can see the queries that are actually driving traffic directly to your site and they're all organic in there. So in, in just in case you didn't know that, but... From there, you can see the kind of questions that people might be asking to land on your site. So, and they'll start with ways of things like the best something, so best pub for Sunday dinner or something like that, or how to find out whatever, or which whatever to buy, or how often do I need to blah, or which shampoo is best for curly hair, or new Dyson Hoover. So they the kind of things that cover exactly what you've just said, and it will fit into each one of those. So based on whichever question they're asking you can slot them into a different type of intent yeah 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 yeah. so I suppose the really smart thing that you can do with all these different intents then is sort of map out a customer journey and think of a funnel sort of thing yeah and a content plan alongside that yes exactly so you'd have so at the top of the funnel you'd have like your informational keywords wouldn't you where people are or maybe and then Further down, you have like com- commercial investigation because then that's where they, they're a bit more clued up and they're doing comparisons, they're doing reviews. And then you'd have transactional down the bottom because then they're ready. So it's just about being smart with these different intents, mapping out content so that it fits a customer journey of, and then you make money yeah. and everyone's a winner. Love it. I mean, I made that sound a lot easier than it actually is, but you know. So when it comes to... So you've worked out all your intent, you've got your content plan, your your customer journey. How do you optimize for intent? So first way, Hannah, is titles are really important. Can't stress this enough. (laughs) So think clickbait, but they always get the full worm too. (laughs) I love that. So it's not just 
clicking through and then being disappointed. You're clicking yeah. through to something that actually then delivers. So it's clickbait in a good way. Yeah. Because there's lots of, so for example, an example of bad clickbait would be lying and saying naked Miley Cyrus pictures swinging from a wrecking ball. And when they go, it's not. Yeah. And you've, you have intentionally lied just to get clicks. Yeah. On this point, so, you know, this week in the UK, how there was a deadline for everyone to register to vote. Yeah. There was a lot of clickbait going on. So people would say, so for example, on Twitter, social media examiner or somewhere like that said, finally, you can now edit tweets because oh, that's wow. like a thing. Yeah. But then when you click it, it didn't, it sent you to the vote uh, register to vote page oh, wow. but normally clickbait's annoying but that was good because it's getting people to register, register yeah. and I saw other Carrie did one so who was on our podcast so she did one saying amazing news our agency has just won a million pound contract and when you click that it went to vote UK so quite a few people some people hated it like this is such a spammy way but I I think that's good doing stuff like that yeah it's it's um I don't know, corporate social responsibility (laughs) via social media. (laughs) I thought that was a good example there. Yeah, I love that. Another way to target intent is to add more than just the minimum. So I've gone on about it quite a lot. Yeah. In terms of answer the question, but then answer the next question or follow through. So ways that you could do that. So you might not know what other people want to know. So you could sort of use, so you know, when you search for something on Google and it comes up with people also ask. Oh, right. Yeah. You could add them in or there's a new tool on the block, as it were, called also asked. So similar to answer the public. I haven't tried it yet. You could get some inspiration from there of what to add. Another thing would be add somewhere for the user to go next. So this is all about keeping someone on your page or not on your page, sorry, on your website. Yeah. So give them a reason to click onto the next page. Give them reason to like stay and explore your website. And this, this is something to be aware of further down the funnel. So I don't know, like you're actually asking them to do something. So sign up know. for something. Sign up. Yeah. So maybe you've created a guide and you want them to download in if they give their email address. Yeah, or be notified when the or next event's near you or something yeah. like that. Cool. Another really important point is to make navigation really easy. So um, again, use Hotjar, as you've explained earlier. But it just means that they can hopefully find exactly what they're looking for. So if they're looking for topics on dog walking, again, maybe you've got a whole dog section and then navigation through anything related to dog walking, dog food dog whatever it will be in there or the dog yeah. or the dog stuff yeah also okay so with what you could try and do is rank for feature snippets now can you remember i can't remember which brighton seo it was but there was that lady from distilled mm-hmm. who shared a case study of trying to rank for feature snippets and she was just saying it was a nightmare yeah. that it didn't make any sense how there's no sort of rule book or like there's no I mean, with anything with Google and SEO, there's nothing that's guaranteed. But she did sound like feature snippets was just a bit of a ball ache to her, didn't she? Yeah, but then she did also say that actually it does get you more click-through rates. Definitely, 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 because you're at position zero. And But she just said it is hard. So don't get frustrated if it doesn't work first time. Yeah, and if you're a manager, don't expect your, your team to get them for everything. No, no. And you might even already be ranking for some featured snippets. Yeah. And you can use tools for that. Can, can you do that with Bright Edge? Yeah, can Bright Edge will show yeah. you which ones you're already ranking for. Yeah. Cool. I think a, um, maybe Ahrefs as well. 
Okay. I'm not sure, but yeah, check it out. <laughs> we can't do everything for you, can we? And then final point is to make sure that you include a call to action. So oh, yes. It's all very well. Everybody knows this anyway. It's all very well getting somebody onto the site, getting them to consume all your content. But then actually, if they want to find more content like that in future, it's almost like signing up on subscribing to this podcast. You'd ask them to sign up to get email alerts or contact you for, for specific information. Yeah. Or actually, if they want advice about taking a dog with three legs and a wheel on a walk to contact you directly and you'd give them walks specifically appropriate to that you know what I mean yeah 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 just a side point there's lots of side points going on isn't there and caveats and whatnot but I was talking to a company who a web design company and their speciality is making websites that convert and they said it's much better just having one call to action one main call to action because if you just got one thing that for someone for something for someone to do yeah, yeah. it's like when you ask they're more likely to do it stuff to do isn't it like if I say to Dom could you do this 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 and this I mean who can take all that in yeah I suppose it gets a bit yeah okay, I'll, I'll just want to do one of those but if there's like a like download this guide or get a quote or yeah I just thought that was quite interesting I can get one. You know what I'm going to ask though while I go and get a pen? I want another cat joke. Oh God. Uh, what's the biggest thing that cats do wrong? Thank you. I don't know. Nothing. They're perfect. <laughs> I love how you can just reel these off. If you ask Dom, I'm always making cat puns at home. He just, <laughs> I think he's sick of them, so I'm, I'm enjoying the audience. Okay, are you ready for this quiz? Yes. So based on intent, user experience, all that kind of stuff, all that wonderful stuff we've been talking about, I would like you to tell me which of these are true or are real and which of them are made up. They are user testing and UX tools or apps. So you, you're doing your usual thing where you're making stuff up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because I enjoy that kind of creativity. And hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine of them. Okay. So you ready? Yes. Number one. This is going to be really hard because you're looking right at me as well. Like we're literally face to face and I can't even, like if I smile, I'm just going to give it away. I'll try it, I'll try. Okay, number one, usertesting.com. No, false. Silverbackapp.com. False. Feedbackarmy.com. Yes, correct, Amundo. Test my type. (laughs) Yes. Transparency. As in like transparent and then C, S-E-A. Now, have you made that one up? I don't think you have. I think that's true. Usalytics. Yes, true. Insightful. Uh, yes, true. Pick Bix. False. Hawkeye. False. Okay, so number one was usertesting.com. You said that was real. It's false. Silverbackapp.com. You said it was false. It's real. Oh no, you said, yeah, both of those are real and you said false for both of those. Feedbackarmy.com, you said real, it is real. So that's one, right? Can you keep track? Number one. Maybe we should do this while we're doing it. <laughs> but no, because you think we shouldn't do it that way. Yeah, because it gives away how many you've got right and wrong. <laughs> but then I, I don't keep track of that. We can do that. We can do that next time. One. Um, test my type, you said that was real, it's false. Uh, transparency, you said that was real, it's false. Usalytics, you said was real, it is real, so that's right, that's two. Insightful, you said was real, it's false. Pickbix, you said was false, it is false, so that's three. And then Hawkeye, 
is real and you said false. <laughs> so I lost that. Yeah, but that was really hard. But I'm quite pleased that I managed to make up some really to you, plausible sounding app names for this kind of stuff. Maybe that's what I should go into next. Maybe, maybe that's your calling in life. Yeah. I mean, whenever you do this sort of quiz, I don't think I ever really shine, do I? <laughs> well, you're just really good at um, deceiving me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have thought of a good forfeit. Go on. But I know that I'm just setting myself up here because I could have just kept my mouth shut because I knew that I lost. But because we're talking about tools, yeah, I thought it'd be funny to own up to the last thing that you did where you were a bit of a tool. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Go on, give me an example. Okay. Oh, no, because I lost, so I okay. have to say, don't I? Yeah. So the last time that I knew that I was a bit of a tool... um. <laughs> <laughs> oh right curse might listen to this podcast she might not but okay so you know those dairy milk chocolate yogurts that you get yeah it's normally three for three for four pound or three for five pound or something like that yep. but there's two of us which uh, means like first night we both get one and then the second one it's like oh who gets that one <laughs> so I strategically hid the third <laughs> yogurt in the fridge once um, and I think because I knew that she would be out the next evening or the evening after yeah so out of sight out of mind hid it I had it did she know well no <laughs> she might do now <laughs> I love it hiding food also Kirst loves chocolate way more than you do I know that's, that's why I'm saying it's quite you tall but I mean you've seen like um I've seen examples where someone will hide this is a good one so if you've got kids I don't know you have like a um a, a pasta jar yeah that's that like you can't see and you put biscuits in or like a veg box do you know what I mean yeah, like something yeah. but that like, it's actually got chocolate in. in sight yeah Galaxy did a good advert didn't they where the lady put it in a book oh yeah yeah put it out, so yeah. yes just because we're in a sharing mood have you done anything tallish recently um something that you've done to the public like not let someone out or uh, raced a little old lady to a to a till because you didn't want to wait behind her I mean I did, I did trip someone up deliberately the other day <laughs> who not really oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. just put my foot out they, just, were, they, oh. they were running I was jealous no <laughs> so you just went for it <laughs> I can't think of anything. I'm just too nice. Too nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think if you've ever been a tool to me. <laughs> no, I don't think you have. Not intentionally. Has Dom ever been toolish to you? No, not really. No. Okay. He's got a heart of gold. Ugh, you guys make me sick. <laughs> I'm just hiding chocolate, chocolate yogurts <laughs> from Kirst. I mean, he just dr- drink my beers when he buys me beers. And oh, that happened, didn't yeah. uh, That was hilarious. So last, last weekend, we're, we were playing a new game that yes. me and Kat it's called Perudo it's hilarious awesome and we introduced Tanner and Dom to it and Dom, Dom was like oh, I'm going to get, get a beer beforehand Come, comes back and the look on Hannah's face that like he sits down and Hannah's like that's my beer darling or something like that or dear um and I think the point was was because he's got so much beer yeah. of that fridge and he because he buys you the ones buys, I specifically like, because I'm yeah. really picky about the stuff I actually do like. So it would be nice and buy it for you, but then it's not And then drink it. it in front of me. Yeah. And then, I mean, his answer did make me smile. We'd be like, I'll just buy you another one. I was yeah. like, that's what Curse would say. <laughs> but yes, right. I think we need to sign off. Yes. Please contact us. 
with any questions, any suggestions for topics. If you want to come on the show. Yeah. Um, so email us at hello at seosas.com. You can also reach us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter personally, Sarah McDuck, and the show is on Twitter, SEO underscore SAS. We're both on LinkedIn and Instagram. And yes, just a little plea to if you enjoy this podcast and think that other people should be listening or get it under other people's noses the only way that we can do that is by the help of you lovely listeners so yes please do give us a review on your podcast playing platform and can I just say we've been doing this podcast for about a year and it has been amazing the support and like the support from our listeners our loyal listeners the people who say that they'll come on every time that someone says something nice it's like hits me hits me there I don't know how it makes you feel yeah really um, really nice and anybody that has given his recommendations so people thank you my friend Lara messaged the other day to say I recommend you guys to so many people and it's just I sent it straight to you didn't I yeah I'm like, oh, oh this is so this nice. is so cool and I think yeah and the podcast is growing and stuff so we just want to carry it on so if you could help us out that would be incredible do you like that word I did like that word right bye bye